1: From the newsroom of South Coast today, this is ST Speaks, a podcast diving deeper into the news of the day and covering hot button issues that matter to you. You're listening to ST Speaks. Welcome to Courtside with Kurt news editor Jennifer Driscoll. I'm filling in for Brendan Currie and I'm here with our intrepid court reporter Kurt Brown.
0: Never been called intrepid before. <laughs> Thank you Jennifer it's very nice to be with you. First time for
1: everything Kurt.
0: First time yes.
1: So today we're going to be talking about uh, the newest face to New Bedford District Court which is the mm-hmm. third busiest court uh, in the state. Mm-hmm. So you just recently spent some time with Judge Douglas Darnbroth. Can you tell us a little bit about him?
0: Sure. He's uh, he's very down to earth. Uh, what you see is what you get with him. He's he's uh, he's extremely likable. He's personable. He's friendly. He's outgoing. Uh, he's maybe he's not the prototypical judge that uh, most people envision from Law and Order. Uh, uh, he, because he he uh, he displays a personality. He has a, a friendly smile, a friendly face. Uh,
1: does that come across in the courtroom, or is that all behind the scenes?
0: No, I think that does that, that does come across from the bench. Uh, it's the uh, as as he's told me. Uh, it's the district court. It's a people's court, and uh, it's a community court and that's that's just his personality and by a community court what kind of cases does the district court see Uh, district court sees anything and everything uh, (laughs) from from murder to restraining orders Uh, uh, the murder cases uh, start in district court Uh, the defendant is arraigned there and usually The prosecutors seek an indictment and it winds up in superior court. The, the important thing to keep in mind is that uh, any district court can only impose a sentence uh, up to two and a half years. Uh, so murder, of course, is, is a capital crime. Uh, it calls for, if convicted, life in prison. Uh, In the first degree, it calls for life in prison with um, no opportunity for parole. And so district court doesn't have jurisdiction over that. It can't impose a sentence like that. So that's why it would go to superior court.
1: Very good. So he's not been a judge for a long
0: time, though. He's kind of a young guy, right? Yes, he is. He's 51. Um, Which in judge years, what's that mean? uh, That's... Just about right uh, young is uh, the low 40s uh, he's taken an unorthodox route to the to the bench uh, he was a uh, clerk magistrate in Taunton uh, most judges traditionally come from either the defense bar or the prosecution bar
1: uh, he uh, like Katie Rayburn
0: Uh Yeah, correct. Katie Rayburn was a prosecutor. That's a normal route. Uh, Ray, very many years ago, uh, was a prosecutor. Uh, So, traditionally the route is defense community and prosecution committee. Judge uh, Governor Baker appointed him uh, to the bench.
1: And that was just, what, a few years ago?
0: Yes, it was, yep. Uh, He's... uh, He served for a a while in Wareham and uh, he was very well liked there. Uh, Therese Murray, I'm sorry, Therese Wright, the presiding judge in Wareham District Court uh, told me that uh, she loved working with him and she was, in her mind, his promotion to be the presiding judge of uh, New Bedford District Court was a mixed blessing that she was actually sorry to see him go. But good for New Bedford. But good for New Bedford. But um, he he's only been there, I think, since January. Uh, so I think everybody is taking a wait and see attitude to see how he um, <clears throat> how he handles things, uh, uh, how he responds to to different cases, uh, to different circumstances. Uh, I know he's extremely appreciative of his staff, and it's genuine, and his staff likes him very much. Uh, last year, <clears throat> because of all the dangerousness hearings, New um, Nibetra District Court, which is supposed to close at 4.30 for the day, was open for business up as late as 7 o'clock. Uh, he's oh. told department heads that he wants them to go home on time.
1: I like
0: that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so do we all. So, so that goes... Uh, I think I say that to you a lot. I think you do as well. <laughs> and I don't and think you just I hear you. keep on
1: going.
0: <laughs> That's right. Well, we all have to uh, do our work. Um,
1: so has he uh, got any new ideas for the
0: court? He does. He has already implemented some. He has uh, started running uh, out-of-state warrant checks on everybody who comes before him at their arraignment. Uh, He told me that he has noticed that uh, of the defendants who appear before him, uh, 50% of them have out-of-state warrants. Uh, Wow. Yeah. Um, I spoke to D.A. Quinn about that, and he was unaware of that. Uh, He told me, well, I think that uh, district court judges should do that, and uh, so then it would be up to the party, the, the jurisdiction that issued the warrant to decide whether or not they're going to they're come back and, and uh, get the person and bring him back to their jurisdiction. Now these are, uh, the warrants could be for anything, could be for any offense. Sure,
1: it could be for parking tickets all the way up the, the pike, right? Right,
0: yeah um uh, he also wants to start uh, video conferencing he, he wants to start it uh, next month uh, now what's
1: that mean video conferencing?
0: uh video conferencing means that uh, the on on what he says uh, status reviews on minor court matters not where there's going to be a plea uh what he wants to do is have a video hookup with the um the House of Correction, so that the defendant doesn't have to be transported uh, from Dartmouth uh, to the New Bedford court. Um,
1: Instead, they would be kind of skyping in.
0: That is absolutely correct. That's a very good analogy. Uh, And uh, he, in his mind, that was streamlined operations. It would enhance public safety greatly. Uh, Many years ago, I I covered a, um, it was a Fall River murder where the defendant uh, came into court and he fled. Uh, It was an all-day manhunt for him uh, before they finally found him at the old Fall River Superior Court building on North Main Street. But he wants to start that, and th- that'll be interesting to see how that, um, how that flies.
1: Uh, um, now that wouldn't be uh, like the situation you described, it would be much lower kind of stuff.
0: It would be. Uh, he's only talking about status reviews and uh, for very minor things that he just wants to streamline and move things along as quickly as possible
1: some of that's already happening, right? We it is at the
0: super Court level, they are. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah.
1: So the jail is already hooked up and ready to go.
0: Yes, it is. And uh, Sheriff Hodson and uh, the trial court in Boston is very much in favor of it.
1: No, not everyone is, right? Defense
0: lawyers are not.
1: So what's the downside?
0: That things can happen in a heartbeat and um, questions come up. Um, uh, defendants like to talk to their attorneys uh, and many times this is an opportunity for them to talk to their attorney uh, maybe the business is not going to be the business of the court but it'll be the business of the defendant Do you think there might be a little pushback on that one? I think so but uh, it, that'll be um, we, we shall see with it Stay
1: tuned on that
0: one. Stay tuned on that. Yeah, he also wants to make the uh, jury room more comfortable. He had wanted to put in um, cable TV, found out they couldn't do that. So So why why,
1: a no on the cable TV? I'm
0: not quite sure uh, on that one. Uh, But he wants to put in a vending machine there. Um,
1: So what's the jury room now? I'm, very I'm, small. I'm imagining just like a closet. You're Pretty much so, this.
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean, all the offices over in District Court are, are, are very tiny. That uh, courthouse was, um, defense attorneys tell me that when it was open that people were talking about, oh, this is so big, why do you need something so big? Well. It is now the third busiest court and uh, third busiest district court in the state, and uh, it is bursting at the seams. Uh, <laughs> it, we really need either more space in that building, or um, or we need a consolidated courthouse like the one in Taunton or the one in uh, Fall River, where they would combine the housing court, probate court, uh, civil court. As long as they don't tear down or demolish or, or, uh, uh, the old uh, New Bedford Superior Court on County Street. What
1: that, makes it special other than it's uh, old and significant?
0: Uh, Lizzie Borden was tried there. Aha! huh uh, The grand jury used to sit there. Uh, highway Killings uh, case. The <coughs> uh, defendants were brought there. Um, it's also part of a wonderful historic district. Uh, through all the way up and down County Street right next to it is the uh, mild high school New Bedford High School which is still a beautiful building uh, there are um, the Wamsetta Club is across the street uh, and then down County Street head, heading south uh, there are some uh, beautiful whaling captain's homes hmm.
1: what makes New Bedford New Bedford
0: Yes yeah it's New Bedford is so unique uh, it has so many wonderful features to it
1: so do you think uh, our new judge will have any luck at getting some more space maybe a little money from the state
0: I was very curious when I talked to him about it because he, he wouldn't um, he wouldn't say that hey we need a new uh, courthouse we need a consolidated courthouse uh, um, I've spoken to other judges and they've said, yeah, we need one, but it's not gonna happen because uh, uh, it's a financial consideration and there is just no money. Uh
1: Someone's Mm -hmm. gotta pay for it.
0: Somebody's gotta pay for (laughs) it. Uh, um, Chief Justice Gantz, uh, 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 the Chief Justice of the uh, State Supreme Judicial Court, he was at the Standard Times a few years ago uh, and we asked him about that. And he said, oh, it's in the pipeline. <laughs> but that was all he would say. He didn't say it's at the top of the list or the bottom of the list. And, and then he went on to cite other uh, uh, urban communities which are also in need of a, uh, a court, a judicial complex.
1: Any other impressions on our new judge or any other thoughts? Um,
0: I, he seems to be accepting of, of criticism. Uh, we went through that last year with the chief and the mayor criticizing the bail practices at New Bedfordshire Court. Uh, he's very accepting of them. Uh, he's also very supportive of his other judges. Uh, he said that we make uh, thousands of decisions every year. Uh, if Somebody in the, if a public official in the community wants to contact me, uh, I'll talk to them. Uh, if I can, if the case is pending, then he uh, he said that he cannot. But uh, he seemed very open. His, his attitude almost seemed to be one that he expected it. That sounds pretty realistic. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, the. The thing about district court, really any court, is, and, and, I, uh, and I think this is an area where uh, uh, j- uh, the judge is going to be on the, will succeed, is that there is an expectation that you're going to be heard, uh, that a, anyone who comes in the doors has that right that they should have an expectation that their case will be heard, that their concerns and the facts that they have in their case, that a judge will listen to them. They have no expectation of the outcome. Um, I think that Judge Don Broth will be somebody who will listen to them carefully. My impression is, and from speaking with his colleagues, that he's very fair.
1: And on that note, I think we'll wrap up. It's been wonderful talking with you, Kurt, about the new judge in New Bedford.
0: Same here. Uh, This is uh, is our uh, first podcast together. (laughs) Hopefully the the first of several uh, when Brendan isn't available or when you and I have uh, an idea for a podcast in the morning and Brendan comes on later in the day, then we should just do it. Yes. Okay. All right. So with that, um, uh, thank you very much for listening. This is uh, Kurt Brown from the Standard Times and Jennifer Driscoll, the executive news editor for the Standard Times. Thank you very much. Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left.